Hi, this is Corinne. And it's Mark. Uh, and welcome back to Lost in the Maze. We wanted to do a little intro to these couple of episodes we're going to put out together. We recorded these a couple of weeks before the 6th of February 2020 trailer launch. These are us chatting to our friend Toby, who is coming to Boomtown for the first time this year and had his first taste of everything that Boomtown has to offer at Area 404 on Halloween. We are going to go over a little bit of kind of the backstory. We're not going to pretend that we are experts on the whole of the backstory. There's so much I don't even know. Because <laughs> we've only come into it in the last few years. So apologies, guys, if any of it's slightly erroneous, but hopefully... Seeing as there are so many new people joining into this now, so many new people in the group, so many new people trying to get involved in the storyline, we thought this was a really good time to put these couple of episodes out, kind of catch everybody up on where the story's at. We're also going to talk quite a bit about some of our favourite moments from things that we've done in the storyline, times that we've had at Boomtown, things that have really made us as chronically over-involved as we currently are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We split it into a couple of episodes just because it ended up being quite a long and a unwieldy conversation. You mean people don't want to listen to a one hour block of talking? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back at the end just to end this one up. But yeah, this is us chatting to our friend Toby about all the things that make the maze as wonderful and crazy as it is. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Corin. I'm Mark. And welcome back to Lost in the Maze, the podcast where we chat about all things related to the Boomtown immersive interactive storyline maze. We've got a special guest with us this week, our friend Toby. Say hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. <sighs> I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> uh... Yeah, we knew he was going to do that. This week's episode is brought to you by our special friends at OneCore. Friends? Shh. Paying us loads of money. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, oh, uh, have a wonderful day. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Uh, so, we mentioned on episode one that we were going to be bringing Toby in to chat with us. Toby has not been to Boomtown before and is coming for the first time this mm -hmm. year. Your first exposure to anything Boomtown related was Area 404 on Halloween, wasn't it? It was indeed, Yes. And I've always been aware of Boomtown and the, the, the music festival side of thing because that's all I, as far as I was aware, that's all it was, was like this music festival that everyone goes to. And then around Halloween last year, there was all this hype about this extra place opening up in Bristol, this warehouse like run by the people who do the main Boomtown festival. And I thought, well, because it's Bristol and I live in Devon, that's a really good idea. And not a lot goes on in Devon. Not a yeah. lot goes on in Devon. Yeah, we don't Apart get a lot of fun down here. Don't get a lot of fun down in the southwest. It's all cows and fields. Um, <laughs> so obviously we sort of like thought, always oh, up for a bit of a party. Thought, yeah, that'd be a really great thing to go to. Let's go to that. Still not with any vague idea of this whole backstory thing type stuff that was going on. Um, we just thought oh, that'd be fun. There's like theatrical type stuff that happens. I thought, yeah, that'd be great. There'll be like dancing and opportunities to drink cider hey. and, um, <laughs> like we need them. we're always up for <laughs> so you know we got our tickets we couldn't get them on the on Halloween but they did that thing when they released tickets for the week after didn't yeah. they yeah they, they put on an extra an yeah, extra they... weekend because so many people want to get so that's what sold out so fast yeah it yeah. sold out so fast like 16 minutes or something wasn't it less it? than that I think we were something trying to get ridiculous yeah. it was bonkers 
So we managed to get the tickets like the week after, and there's a few of us that went up, and because of reasons, Mark joined us. Yeah, so our, our mutual friend was Mark, this attendee on Facebook, and I was kind of like, "Can I come with you?" And I like switch my day Can from I the be Friday. Your friend, please, <laughs> I move from the Friday to the Saturday because then it's a little bit more fun when I can go with other people rather than just. You know, going solo, which is what I would have had to have done otherwise. So I was actually planning to not even come at all. Just going to yeah. play my tiny violin for Mark <laughs> Alona. So then you, you sort of like, yeah, you rocked up and you came, you rocked up in the in the in our hotel room and came came and got ready with us. Yeah. And then you sort of like you, you had your sort of like your overalls on and the, this t-shirt. Then you started telling us about the mayor election or <laughs> yeah. something like that. And you, you were had, wearing your well, we you, want you for the revolution t-shirt. Yeah, and you, yeah. Got, and you sort of like, you had some posters with you for things like... Yeah, I was, fly, I was fly, fly posting my uh, uh, Boggins and Jefford mayor campaign at uh, Era 404, which in hindsight <laughs> probably isn't going to help them with their current problem. But, you know, politics, it's always really good. <laughs> I mean, for... We're going we're to sort of talk a little bit about the about the, the backstory of Beamtown a bit later, but generally people who've been mayor have not really done that well <laughs> deputy mayor if Boggins <laughs> Boggins fucks it up it's not my fault I tried Rob Boggins <laughs> anyway so I've got your back Robin Robins Robin. I've, I've got your back <laughs> Rob don't worry <laughs> so yeah Mark's got all this random storyline related stuff and you're like I thought we were just going for yeah, a party like, I just thought we were going for a party and then Mark sort of like started telling us about some of the story and things got like this and to this point I still had no idea about what was going on or what I was letting myself in for <laughs> I still you know it's still I was like oh it's just, just be a nice time let's all turn up so then we got the taxi there you know, we, we went in through the door, massive, great big place. I thought, now this place looks really cool. And there's people there in the entrance, like with all boiler suits on and the masks on, like scanning us as we went in. You know, and I was starting to get the idea of the theatrics of it all. Yeah, it's starting yeah. to make a bit more sense. It's starting to sink in. Okay, I get it. It's themed. I see what's going on. And then we, I think you've mentioned it a few times. We went through the door and all of a sudden you get pulled to, Mark gets pulled to one side going, Mark Jefford, well, this is all your fault. <laughs> so I was like, what the is going on here. You're allowed to oh. say fuck on this podcast, Toby. It's fine. Okay, yeah. so what the fuck is going on here? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, well, this is new. So I wasn't expecting that to happen. Because you did say... Nor was I. Nor was I. You did say earlier on in the evening, says it's likely that I will get recognised. And I, that still didn't enter my head as relevant information. So I thought, there was like, well, some other people there might know you. I was like, oh, you're actually recognised by the people running it. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, this is, is getting quite serious now. See, I, was, I wasn't expecting that. That completely called me out. <laughs> I thought that the actors in any theatrical things, I didn't, I didn't know what theatrical things were going to be there. But I was like, I figure that they're going to know my name. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't expecting that. So, yeah, that was that was a... Like a, a shared experience of what the hell? Yeah. So then, <laughs> what the heck? And then so like after a bit more exploring, didn't we? We did a bit more exploring around the venue and stuff like that. And they had that little examination room, didn't they? And I can't remember what yes. room it is. Yeah, I don't know what who, exactly. I should ask them. <laughs> I'm putting them down as being the people who are doing some medical research. Yes, um, it was like it, it, it looks like a little medical. It's research got one of those room. chairs with stirrups in. Yeah, and right, the wheelchair. Kind of, are you going to have a baby? Are <laughs> you going to have some contamination, baby? I've got some news. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you tell me <laughs> <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> Radioactive child. Here we go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Anyway, we digress again, <laughs> yeah. as always. So, yeah, and then you were with me when we first That's went right. into that room. Well, now what happened, because this is the weird part. Again, this is the sort oh, of like, thing away. that stick out of my head. It's like you gave me one of your posters and said, <laughs> hold this up against the window. So I just sort of like aimlessly <laughs> went, yeah, okay then, hold this poster up against the window, which, what was it again? It, it was the Boggins from Air uh, posters. Yeah. That, you know, I was kind of like, I just, I don't want to be involved in whatever happens. And they, they were, they became very interested in us. Yeah, because all of a sudden they, they were looking at the window they, and they were like beckoning us. There was three of us, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. They beckoned us inside. I thought, well, hang on a minute. This is, this is, this is, this is <laughs> I'm this about is new. to get thrown. Yeah, this is new. So all three of us went in, didn't we? And then, like, I got sat in the chair in the corner. Yeah. And then, because I kind of ran away, because I'd already been picked out, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to know that something bad's going to happen, it's not going to be fun. Well, uh, no, because and... it was fine, because I knew there wasn't, like, any genuine risk, and they, were, like, <laughs> I knew, they, wow. they were actually going to experiment on me, because I wouldn't have paid, like, entrance fee tickets to get experimenting on an actual way. That's how you get they get you unsuspectingly. <laughs> so then we got, yeah, we got taken into that room, and they focused in more on you. yeah. Because obviously they knew they, who they were you were. They were expecting me. They were obviously <laughs> expecting you because they started giving you. Oh, Mr. Like, Jefford, we have been expecting you. It was a little bit like that. There was a look of recognition in their eyes. I'm thinking, well, this. I imagine there's a poster somewhere with my photo on that all of the actors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They must <laughs> have like look out, beware of this man. Look out for this guy. Because at this point, I'm a bit like, okay, what's going on? And they're handing you bits of paper with drawings on, and you're like, oh, I know <sighs> what go- this is. I'm like, how, how the fuck do you know what this is you just walked in we've been here like an hour <laughs> what's like, going oh, no. on there, there's so much more than just this what's there is so on? much more than and just there's this. me because I'm like well this is new there's me getting my phone out like trying to take pictures of stuff and they like start yelling at me saying yeah, no 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 Amy no, 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 no it was no Amy yeah, that's no what Amy, no, yeah. Amy yeah. no Amy I was like what's Amy I don't know what Amy is <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we'll, we'll get to Amy yeah. in a bit about that but they were really anti any electrical items yes. in there because she might be listening or yeah. playing a part or collecting yeah. your data assimilating you so after that i mean it didn't get like massively into much more after that like storyline wise but i think after going there uh, mark had added me to the facebook group because i was intrigued <laughs> to this point like okay you've got my interest now this yeah. is what i'm intrigued we, 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 we walked we walked out of that room and you're like mark what was that? that? <laughs> what just happened? Like what? <laughs> so funny. Like welcome. It was. To my it, was life. it was. It was. It was a proper mind fuck. Because like, okay, you know, I understood that there was like theatrical aspects to this, but I didn't really realize it was going to be that involved. Didn't yeah. you know quite realize how deep the rabbit hole goes. No, <laughs> no. That's it. And certainly, when I went back on New Year's Eve, there was there was definitely more theatrical aspect of things. What? You, uh, <laughs> I was just giggling at the fact that like we're trying to drink subtly, but we've got we're being environmentally conscious, so we've got metal straws. Uh, and every time you try and drink from a metal straw, it's just like ding 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 ding. It's like we've brought little uh, musical accompaniments, like I'm playing the freaking triangle every time I try to drink. <laughs> but yeah, so after you joined the Facebook group afterwards, and we're like, what the hell? Yeah. Was that like what made you want to come to Boontown this year? Well, yeah. I, so yeah, I joined the Facebook group, and then Mark sent me a load of resources through, like things to read. You want to go look at this, you want to go look <laughs> it's at like that. like starting a course. Yeah, it was all like, I didn't realise, you know, I didn't realise I was homework I had to you do. You wait till the exam. <laughs> yeah, so, so and, I, and I started looking into it, and I was considering like, well, if this is what this is going to be like in Area 404, what's the main festival going to be like? You know <laughs> what I mean? Because 
that really has like started to pique my interest quite a lot because it, it, it strikes me as it was very the area four or four and obviously part of the bigger picture but it seems to me very immersive mm-hmm. but controllable immersiveness it's not a necessary thing you can no. do it yeah, in your absolutely. own manner you or can, like, you can dip in and out of it you can do bits and pieces you don't have to do the entire thing it's quite do bits of it and none of the bits of it and yeah like i for example like this year i skipped out tons of tons of section because I got distracted, sidetracked by the whole mayor campaign. <laughs> but that's what sort of like has appealed to me to go to the main festival because you know after going to Area Four or Four and I think well that's actually doing like a certain level of role playing things is quite good fun because it's like yeah. escapism, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's very it's much like is. controllable escapism. So after March, I'm in Ari, and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to buy myself a ticket. I'm going to go to the main festival this year just to see what it's like because I've heard lots of things. I've read like all the backstories and stuff about how there's different towns and different areas and um... like different stories. I read all the things about time travel and aliens and <laughs> mayors and, and artificial intelligence. How's and... your sacred geometry, though? <laughs> <laughs> that's your homework um, well, is it- yeah I was going to say talking about that we said in, in early on we're not going to go through you know in detail every single thing that's happened in the in the whole of the Boomtown story but it might be a good idea now to kind of to do a little this is the story so far in a roundabout way because if you read a lot, a lot of the early story I don't think they ever really realised quite what it was going to be at the beginning no like Kind of like the last three Star Wars movies. Like, I'm pretty sure they started that not really knowing how it was going to end, and that's fairly obvious by the time you get to the third one. Um, <laughs> like, I don't think in the beginning they really kind of knew what how it was going to be, and I think it's only really the last sort of three or four years that the stories become a little bit more well-rounded and, like, well thought out. Yeah, certainly from, from various conversations I've had, definitely started to get a lot more cohesive around when the passports, which I think was uh, chapter seven, I think mm. it was, when we were reading through the the information, that's when things started to get, like, a bit more joined up, rather right. than it just being kind of... I wasn't there, it's before my time, Chapter 9 was my first time, but I think that things might have been a bit more pockets of story and a bit of a, like, an overarching thing that... Yeah, I mean, if, if you sort of look at the, the overview of the story, so, as we said before, kind of when we were introducing it, so... Nicholas Boom was an explorer. He found gold in the hills and he created the town of Boom around the gold. Um, And the Boomtown Fair is the yearly celebration in the town to celebrate the prosperity of the town. And that was kind of how it it began. Then I wasn't there at the beginning, so I don't know the ins and outs of all of this stuff. But there was a dude called the Captain who sort of was trying to control the town. And Nicholas Boom was like this big rebel guy. who was like, nobody can be controlled. Everybody needs to be free. The town kind of starts growing. Nicholas Boom at some point pisses off in search of some fist-sized gemstone or (laughs) wants to go and find himself or goes on his fucking gap year or something and disappears never to be seen again. And then it gets a bit weird because then the aliens appear. (laughs) (laughs) You get to to like chapter three and you're like, suddenly aliens. Well, you've got to have aliens. I mean, aliens always make a good story, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Well, I guess, I guess. You've always got to have aliens. Um, So like the aliens appear or like something happens and people are kind of getting like mind controlled and everything's getting a bit strange. And then there's this whole sort of story about Captain realising that all the people are going a bit mad and not knowing why. So he declares a state of emergency, declares himself mayor of Boomtown 
to try and like sort the problem out. Yeah, because the, the, there's some information that the aliens were then monitoring pollution, which was Arcadia. Yeah, the big Arcadia spider thing right. that they had at Glastonbury yeah. as well. This is it's so convoluted and weird. <laughs> you can just give um, me like cliff notes. I don't mind. Oh yeah, no, this is just, basically it. Yeah. So Captain becomes the mayor. Then he declares that it, that Boomtown is then a democracy, and there's going to be free elections, and all the different districts pick a councillor who runs the district, and that there's going to be a mayoral election the next year, and that everybody's free to oh shit, everybody, <laughs> everybody's free to you know govern themselves, and that you know trying to kind of go off the spirit of Nicholas Boom. And then loses the election. Yeah. Then there's a mayoral election the next year that Captain, who became the mayor, then loses nice. to Comrade Jose, who I always thought was a man. Turns out it's a woman. You mean Comrade Joseph? Comrade. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, can't, Mark can't say Jose. It's well documented. Because I read it. Um, um, then, then it gets even weirder. If you thought aliens and all of this was a little bit strange. Please say time travel. Yes. yes! Time travel! <laughs> oh, I love it when you insert time travel in. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly tiny whiny Yes, happens. you've always got to have time travel. <laughs> so the mayor loses the election to Jose. So the mayor then goes to the aliens. Ex-mayor. The ex-mayor, sorry. Ex-mayor sounds like X-Men. The ex-mayor <laughs> loses the election. Jose's in charge. He goes to the aliens. They give him the secrets of time travel. He goes back in time to the old Wild West, gets the guy who was the head of the Wild West to, to make, him the sheriff. make him the sheriff. How that works, I'm not quite sure. He then comes back and then he uses the alien technology to mind control and manipulate Comrade Jose into doing his bidding. Right. And then it gets more weird because then the Banghai company, like CEO... Oh, yeah, so... He was actually in control of all of this. Yeah, that's the weird thing. So, who's the guy who was playing the board of like the chessboard with? The, he had the horns. Uh yes. He's he was playing chess against Rothschild, the CEO of the Bank right. Corporation. Rothschild, that's so, right. I recognise that name. The sheriff, who was the mayor, who was captain. He's been many things. Who yeah. has time travelled, gone back in time? He is now using alien technology to mind control Comrade Jose, who is like the leader of the a leader of Boomtown at that point. Yeah. He. To cement Jose's position in charge, uh, he manipulates her into creating a palace, which is Banghai Palace. Yeah. Then there's unrest, sort of civil unrest growing. The masked man, who is the leader of the revolution against the rulers of Comrade Jose. Please stop me if I'm getting any of this wrong, because it's very convoluted yeah, and strange. Yeah, this is right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know if this is right. This is, this is from our... Joint going through back of the history yeah. to make this. There's probably a lot more that we're not. Like, we don't know. Definitely, if if you think we're wrong, we'll quite happily redo this with a correction or put out a correction. Yeah, please. Guys. Drop us an email. Help drop us, us a tweet. Drop us an Instagram message. message. <laughs> uh, it's uh, lost in the BT maze for both of those handles. It is a lot of the story of Boomtown is people try and control people. People rebel against being controlled. Every sort of bit of the story is a different person trying to control people and then a different set of people going, we don't want to be controlled by anybody. So at this point, Jose is controlling people, although being controlled herself. And then the masked man leads the rebels who lead the revolution to try and overthrow their control. 
It sounds like there's, it's almost like it's some kind of overarching metaphor about trying to control a, a large volume of people, isn't it's it? It's also social commentary on the things that are going on at that time. Yeah. Things like, yeah, like all of the data collection by Amy in like more recent years. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like good that. science fiction, isn't it? They say like good science fiction is always reflective of like a social commentary, like you say, of, of, of what the, ever the, what is ever happening in that country at that time. Yeah. Is a way of counteracting it, of saying, "Look, you think this is happening in your country, but if you look over here, this is actually what's happening in your country." Sort of yeah, thing. Exactly. You, know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just whoever, whoever the the big bad is, just keeps changing. So it's Jose. Then they rebel against her, and then the revolution happens, and then the Banghai Corporation kind of rise out of the ashes. But they were probably there all along, controlling everything. Yeah. So yeah. then they kind of become the big bad, yeah. and the hackers are trying to overthrow Banghai, and then. Bang high, create Amy, and then Amy kind of the AI kind of becomes the big bad that everybody's trying to. Or is she? Or is she? Or is she our Lord and Savior? Something, something biblical references. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. So yeah, and that kind of leads us up to where I actually have some knowledge of the things that have gone on. So the first year that I went was chapter nine, uh, and it was all about stopping the nuclear reactor from starting. Uh, and we had to do a hack to do that. We've talked, obviously, we talked about the nuclear reactor quite a bit because, yeah. you know, Area 404 is what happened after the new Sector 6 nuclear reactor melted down. When Comrade Jose built Banghai Palace, they also built the Sector 6 nuclear reactor yeah. at that point in time. How else are you going to power that many lasers? Yeah. Nuclear power. Yeah. Always a great idea. Because my understanding of it so far is Area 404 is isn't it the containment zone where people who got infected from sector six got yeah. sent is that right oh or have i read that wrong correct me if i'm wrong because oh, it's say they say area 404 containment zone well that's that's i kind of assumed that it was just See, everybody yeah. who was there because the, the stage is 404 was contained within it if you know what i mean because my understanding is the nuclear reactor melted down which is what we've seen in the paper mm. and 404 is that compound is officially that compound is the area of contamination that was left after mm. so it was it's an interesting one actually it's not saying considered possibly because when you when we I got, mean, correct me for when, when we got when we got welcome there it was a refugee situation wasn't it, it was yeah. like, welcome to the you know this is a a safe haven yeah so like scanning you in making sure making you're sure clean you and stuff infected. like that not infected mm. and stuff like that i don't know i am a complete new correct me if no, i'm no, wrong but this I'm is just... good because this is, and there's still you know there's still a lot of stuff that we don't know because of the whole thing of all the drones that went into area 404 never came out again there wasn't apart really from the one that they inside. apart from the one in that video that the technic one was fine, but then it all... But it flies off. But where did it fly? Did it fly back out of the zone? Did it fly... And like they've said in the in the Daily Rag, like, you know, when they were like, what's Amy doing in there? No one knows what's going on in there. And they're yeah. assuming that, that Amy's behind it. Yeah, because that's, the, that's yeah. something I've picked up from since reading stuff. Because obviously now I've got a point of reference. Like, I've been to Area 404. I can read things about around that. Yeah. That's my yeah. point of frame. That's my initial frame of reference, which is teeny tiny small compared to everything else. That Amy has obviously got something to do with it. Yeah, I, I don't know what. Yeah, because I didn't go much that much into the. Story That's it. Like Amy, Amy was responsible did for you, running that nuclear power plant. Did she plant. cause it for a reason? Did is she this... cause it? Did something else cause it? Did yeah. the hackers cause it? Did we do something that 
that set up a chain of events. Yeah. Like trying to stop it happen. Did we accidentally make it happen? I've seen far too many films to know that when you introduce an artificial intelligence into something and it starts looking at human beings, it goes, "Oh, they're a threat. They're uh, using all the resources up on the planet." Sky I know. Net. Says the man wearing a Cyberdyne T-shirt. Well, you know exactly. I, my, I, I watched. I watched too many films, Mark. You know, you know when you introduce a, an artificial intelligence and it looks at human beings, it goes, "Oh, they're just polluting the planet." I know what I'll do. I'll kill a few of them. That'll make sure everything comes back to normal. But then, is it the, something like that? Then oh, nuclear know. contamination is going to cause more than just killing a few people. Well, well, it's also going irre- to irreparable damage to. Uh, well, it's. Maybe that's yeah. all she's got to work with. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> she she, she could, hasn't got terminators I mean? yet, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> or will she? The special effects budget for uh, this year is going through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, like I'm, I, it's going to be really cool. Like you saying, four hundred four is your frame of reference. It's going to be quite cool. You coming to Boomtown this year and seeing four hundred four at Boomtown. Yeah, that's going to be weird. It's kind of like reverse engineer everything that everybody else knows. Because obviously (laughs) you people have been to Boom... You people, you professionals. You've obviously (laughs) been to Boomtown. I've spoke to other few people as well who go to Boomtown on a regular basis who have heard the citizens talk about Area 404. And of course, I'm going to be going like the other way. So it kind of like, I feel like I've got a lot of work to do. Do you feel a bit like you lived within the contamination zone and now you're being let out of the contamination zone into the yeah. wider town of Boom for the first time? Yeah. What if I... so- someone's got their character for uh, the fair. Oh, fuck. I just thought, what if I get recognised? <laughs> oh, God. As I would say, that, that, that'd be a good one if you just walk into Paradise Heights and just tell them, hi, I yeah. come from Area 404, and watch them panic. Oh, I'll tell you what, then. I'll tell you what, then. Just start do. coughing onto I'd, people. Yeah, get some of those blood mouth capsules and stuff like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if I, what if this gets even weirder and I walk in somewhere like you and go, Toby Mail, you're not allowed in here. I'm like, shit. We know where you've come from. <laughs> we know where you've come from. <laughs> now you've said it. <laughs> You're on record, they know your name now. The thing is, like, we sort of jest about this, but the really awesome thing about Boomtown is that that is something that could happen. Like, that's why this is cool, is in the nicest possible way, Mark, you're nothing special. Like, (laughs) I love you. Oh, don't let go. He's actually crying now. Savage. You started playing this game three years ago. You have created your little little space in it, and as as many other people who are sort of actively involved in it have created their own little characters and their little place in the story. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not a part of of Boomtown as such, but you've managed to create your own little timeline in the story, and like anybody can do that, and that's really cool. Yeah, exactly. Well, like the 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 fact that I ended up in the mayoral race is entirely because I got bullied into it but <laughs> like aside from that if you'd responded to the message that was in the back of the daily rag and said yeah i want to run for meg you'd have probably had your name in the daily rag and they'd have they'd have said right what are you what are you going to run for hmm. what, what are your policies and they would have gone with that and then you know i'm i've no idea where this this deputy mayor thing is going to go but exactly that's that's kind of one of the other things attracts me the whole thing because that's you choosing your level of interaction Mm. Do you know what I mean? You saw yeah. the advert in the newspaper about do you want to run for mayor? That's giving you the option of what do you want to do next? Like, oh, I could do that. I could run for mayor. And then that puts your name out there 
and then that inserts you at some point into the the storyline sort of thing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could go to the festival and you could just like dance and do loads of stuff and then just come home again, or you can just like thirty percent of things, or you could go yeah, there yeah. just to go like one hundred percent deep ass storyline into everything. This is completely it. lose your personality for four days and then come back out <laughs> and go mm, take a geometry. Exam. I mean, like. The- <laughs> That's always the struggle for me is there's bands I want to see, there's stuff I feel like I've got to do now. Like, I can't, I, I feel really bad just being like, like this year at the fair, or last year at the fair, I came out of it and went, I don't really know what happened so much with the story because I kind of ended up with a political campaign. Um, I was like, it's fine. Everyone else is going to do this. I'm going to find out eventually. I'm going to go have fun and just do this, turn up at Mr. Wompy and go on stage and shake Boggins' hand in front of a huge crowd of people. So we want to talk a little bit now about some of the cool stuff that's happened to us as part of the storyline to try and give Toby a little bit more of a flavour of some of the stuff that you could get up to this year and some of the stuff we've got up to and some of the stuff that if you guys are listening and maybe you've not got very involved in the story before that you could get up to if you wanted to you guys who are listening who have been involved in the storyline we would love to hear your anecdotes your favorite bits like what bit of the storyline did you do and you were like oh my god my mind is completely blown what stories have you told people what is it that you've said to your mates and gone you will never believe what happened to me when I was in this back room on this table and these people were throwing money at me and this guy you know what I mean like what is it that that got you into the storyline what is it that kind of made you think this is really special this is something different we would absolutely love to hear your stories if we get a few we'd really like to do a little episode where we tell your stories about your experiences if you've got any please you can email us info at lostinthemaze.co.uk you can speak to us on instagram which is lost in the bt maze or on twitter again lost in the bt maze or if you like, message us through the Boomtown Storyline Facebook group, whichever avenue you would like to go down. We have all of these social medias. Obviously, Twitter's a bit of a character limit, so email might be a better way to go. Unless it's a really short story. Just, I got abducted by aliens. It was great. Got probed. Loved it. Okay, now I'm worried. Is that, is that, isn't that the guy from Downtown Till... Downtown Till Dawn. You might have been like, <laughs> I'm waiting for the message. It's like, I'm mad, John. So come on, then sell it to me then. Come on, sell it to me. (coughs) Sell it to me hard, Mark. (laughs) Give me the sale. We're not being paid for this, However, This is not a sales pitch. (laughs) From what I understand, ticket sales are going quite well. (laughs) So one thing I will give you is I I will pay you for your time here. Really? I will give you 3,000 Boomtown bucks. (laughs) Oh, Wow. Uh, so don't spend them all at once Um, this is the currency of Boomtown they are valueless you can't spend them at the bar so what can I I use them for then people have tried you can use them for anything to do with the characters because the characters all want money unless they're in Paradise Heights where they've got money and Uh, you can't bribe and then they want want you to have money because then they know that you are on the same level as them and not Uh, one of the rich of course I I am a swan of uh, uh, you know, I glide. I don't pedal like the ducks. Is this like when they situations like you see on the films and they go, oh, I know nothing. Like, of course you don't. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, slip yeah. them some money like that and they go, well, actually, X, Y, Z. And you go, yeah, oh, right, pretty, you go, pretty much. I see. Yeah. 
So this it's is a, it's like a nice it's a nice little bit of bribery, but it's also a nice little bit of Status. I'm playing the game kind of cards. Yeah. It's yeah. a way of showing the actors that you are playing the game. You are there to find out what they know. You are sort of involved in the storyline and yeah. you want to kind of go a little bit further with it really and they do. can kind of really play with you, if you know what I mean. This is this is what you call de- this is what you call dedication, isn't it? I mean look how obviously I mean look how beautifully those are made. I mean they even feel like you Almost like they might get drunk on Saturday night and try and pay for a drink with them. You local with this, you know. See if we can slip one past. See if you can get someone to think it's I like all the Amy stuff all over them as well. Look, I particularly like that her eyes. It looks like some of that sacred. It's kind of like I tell you what. This picture. I keep seeing this picture of Amy, like nineteen fifties cinema person selling the popcorn at the beginning. You know, you know, like Rocky Horror Picture Show at the beginning. You know, it's a very sort of hostess type of look. And then you've got the other side, which is like. I'm a machine. I'm going to screw with your life. (laughs) The two sides of Amy. Yeah. I like it. What are all those little lines? No, no. No, no, no. no, no. We're not allowed to talk talk about that here. Just because Toby is not fully a part of it yet doesn't mean that you can poison him with your sacred geometry. (laughs) The problem is I already have been because... Like I said earlier on, <laughs> when I was in the examination room with Mark, when he got handed this little piece of paper, I didn't actually notice what was on it. I saw him post it afterwards in the storyline group, and it was pictures of geometry and like and whatever. And there's Mark, they go, I don't know what this means. I'm like, yes, but I don't know what that means. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> While we're sat here looking at this, is that chessboard style checkerboarding? No. No, sweetie. What on the thousand pounds? It looks like origami. On what it looks side? like origami hats. <gasps> Maybe if you fold the note in a particular way. Really? Oh, oh, <laughs> which, which side? <laughs> See, I'm this is it. how I get started. <laughs> this is how I get started. I know I'm going to get fully involved in this because I love this kind of shit. <laughs> you, know, you know, if you've got like a five pound note, you can make the queen smile. <laughs> I'm going to spend oh, some time with this this week. So you're telling right? me if you fold this a particular way, it's going to give me answers? No, no. I don't know. Maybe I don't think it is. Yes. <laughs> we'll walk away from the sacred drama. Okay, anyway. so, okay, so some it's of not the... it's not taking a lot to get Toby invested. No, it's not. So maybe let's tell him a story that, rather than just give him some money. <laughs> and then lead him up the garden path. Right, <laughs> one of the favourite interactions I've had with the money, uh, actually I've had quite a few, because I tend to roll around with a, a watch and just have fun with it. So... Roll around with a watch. A watch. <laughs> Wedge. Roll. It's not getting any better, I don't Whatever. Anyway, so I tend to go around the city with a, a pretty fat stack of cash. And you're right there. <laughs> we appear to have Just some leave giggles. Me here, it's fine. Right. So I tend to go around the city with a, a fairly good wedge of cash on me, and you can just, I can just see you laughing at the corner of my eye. <laughs> this is not helping me here. Right, let's start All that. in single bills. Um... <laughs> Carry on. So, I tend to go around the city with a decent amount of cash. Obviously, don't let the actors see that, because yeah. otherwise they'll want more of it if you've got too much. So, you can just skip things. You can get information out of people. I've literally played out the uh, naked gun. I want some information from you. And then they've asked me a question back. I've said, well, I don't think I should answer that. And then they've gone, well, how about now and giving me my money back again? Uh, I was like, well, I'm not really see. sure. And then he gives me some more. Money. <laughs> um, and there's okay, fine. And 
and, and then we've we've got that information. You can just rock up and just give them some cash, and they'll just be like, oh, yeah, fine. you've got the money, you can do it, whatever. I've walked into the university last year, and they said, oh, no, I'm sorry, you're poor. You're, you're going to have to work and earn your money in order to pass this course. And I just kind of like gave them some money, and they kind of went, that's uh, not really going to work. I said, I'm sorry. And just gave them some more. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, and then, then they're like, oh, fine, okay. And they just gave me that pass. So you can Whereas you I can didn't have any, that. so I had to run around for 10 minutes picking cups up off the floor. <laughs> and then when, cleaning when a they the ones shoes. I was knocking off? Oh, no, I had to sweep bloody straw off a floor. What? Yeah. You went to a festival to earn your money? Yeah. 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 Earn, oh. my, earn my fake worthless money. <laughs> earn your fake worthless money so you can go and bribe people for information. Well, I like this. I like this plan. <laughs> I'm behind it already. So, Where so do I sign up? <laughs> there, there, there's lots of ways. Like if you go to Paradise Heights and you've got money, you're treated like the high rolling people there. Right. And then they will degrade people in order to get them to earn money. So going back to Mayfair, which was a couple of years ago, the bank was just so ridiculous. Um, all these people are rocking up and they desperately want this fake money. It has no value. And these people are just doing depraved things of like swapping outfits with each other. They're like miming, having sex with each other. Uh, and, the, act, uh, and, and the actors in there are there just making it rain money on top of them. Oh, so these are stuff. these are actual people attending the festival. Yeah, yes, actually, yeah, yeah. Oh my and, God. and people get into this weird frency about wanting fake this money. cash because they, they want it because they think it means something. I was up on the Sky Bar and I've got videos of us just like casually just chucking a couple of notes out and watching people run into each other just trying to grab the notes out of the air and stuff like that. It's just this weird friend. Don't understand. It's... It, <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Sounds like real life Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? A couple of years ago, as part of the one of the bits of storyline we were following, we had to get a job in the hotel to steal some evidence. Yeah, and one of the things to prove that we were worthy enough to work in this hotel, we had to do a couple of things for people. Customer then, service training. Yeah, and then one of the things the lady asked me to do was just to go around and compliment three random people, and then she followed me around. So I literally had to. So some of the people will be playing the game, and some of the people have literally no interest in the storyline whatsoever. And I'm just randomly walking up <laughs> to them, going, "You've got really nice eyebrows." <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to go around and. Um, What's the right word? Criticise or not the opposite of compliment. What's the opposite of insult? Insult people. Insult three random people. Oh my god! I'd be better at that. Yeah, you would be. But it's just stuff like that. They just make people drag random people in. Like I was stood outside waiting to go to an appointment that I had to go to in Paradise Heights, and I was leaning up against the wall just loitering, and someone came up and said, "Excuse me, mate." can I get a photo of me wearing your sunglasses for that dude over there? And I was like, yeah, of course, no problem at all. Like, I knew exactly why why he needed it, because people just get, you want to earn some money? Well, you've got to do something for me. You go do this, you get this, and, and do things. And it just drags <laughs> random people in. I'd forgotten about this, that thing last year when we were in Metropolis, or District 5. Oh, we had to make our own. To, we had to, there was a, a place called The Fashion House, and in order to get the bit of evidence from the fashion house, the lady who was in charge of the latest fashion collection at the fashion house, it was all about like recycling and like being environmentally conscious. And she asked us to go and make her a piece of jewellery from three random things we found on the floor. Right. Okay. So I found like a little piece of string and um, the ring pull from a can and a little baggie. <laughs> <laughs> It was, and uh, a bit of tinsel. 
it's one of these things that like, it's actually really difficult because that entire area, as you can imagine, was picked clean. Like, it's a really good litter initiative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, well, yeah. because everyone was just hoovering up, like, everything. Uh, but yeah, I never thought about that. that. Yeah. And then you had to, like, describe it to the lady and, like, sell it as some piece of, like, hokature jewellery. And be like, this is, I have made this because this symbolises this thing. You're looking at me like I've just said something. No, no, it's just, I was just quite amazed about the level of things you have to go through in order to, like, <laughs> yeah. what you actually have to do. Like, I'm a little bit mind blown again right now. Mm. Of, like, go and make some jewellery from the floor, which is kind of scary, but also it's yeah. good. Set, it's good setting me up. So, like, now if I know when I go there and someone comes up to me with a really random request, like, please, can I borrow your right shoe? And I'll just go. Yes, of course you can, because now I know probably what the reason's going to be instead of like. What? what and then, and then you'll just have one shoe for the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah, that's what to say. Like, no, you, borrow you, the shoe. I'm getting that shoe back. Yeah, like, <laughs> keep an eye on them just in case, because, you know, lots of strange things go on at Boomtown. All right, I think we're probably going to stop there for now. We will be back with some more hilarious anecdotes, silly stories... <laughs> Promise they're going to be hilarious. Um, yeah, maybe not. Um, but we'll try and also get you up to date with the story up to the, the current like level of, of what we, we know in the world. Yeah, so we'll be back with part two of us chatting to Toby shortly. So please give that a listen. In the meantime, as we've just said, please send us your stories and we will badger you about that again in the next episode. So if you need to want to get in contact with us, tell us your stories. We're going to put a post up in the Boomtown Storyline Facebook group. If you don't have Facebook for any reason, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle Lost in the BT Maze. And if you don't have any of those whatsoever and you just want to drop us an email, info at lostinthemaze.co.uk. Or to be fair, your story might be a little bit too long for any of the social channels, so you might want to tell us in an email. So please do get in contact with us, tell us your stories. We'd love to hear them and keep listening for some more stories in the next part. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bye. Bye.